Welcome, dear listener. I hope that you are going to really enjoy these episodes of being radically honest. And in the spirit of being radically honest, we need to fess up. So here's the thing. We started this out calling it radical honesty, but it turns out there's somebody already out there using the term and even trademark the term radical honesty. So from here on in, we are going to refer to this as radically honest instead. Enjoy the episode. So welcome to a new and another adventure of Radical Honesty, the Real Talk series. And today, and you know, it took us a little bit to figure out what are we going to talk about today? (laughs) Because even though we call it Real Talk, we actually decide what we're going to talk about. We do have a little bit of planning, which leads into what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. Because last episode, we had no planning, and that's, I look how that show turned out. I mean, it was good, but that's what happens when we have no conversation. Exactly. <laughs> so, Dana, you want to introduce yourself? Awesome. So, I'm Dana Ferrant. I am a uh, former dominatrix, high priestess, CEO of Seven Figure Business. Well, past CEO, I should say, to be totally honest. The current one is building that way. Um, what else? Let's see. I help people to get their head out of their ass so they can get on with their world domination plans. I love it. (laughs) For everybody who may not already know me, I'm Gaia Morissette. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist as well as BDSM wellness specialist. And I love to frolic with monkeys. That's the new information that I'm going to share with you today. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and in a consensual so manner. In a consensual mm. manner. Just because there's people who know. Yes. So in a consensual manner, I like to frolic with the monkeys, watching and hanging out with them in the jungle, not having sex with the monkeys. Okay, just so for clarity. I know. We just took it down that path right, off, just the went, went right like, off the path. <laughs> right off the rails. Okay. So... <laughs> You went made it all pervy. I was all like frolicky, frolicky, frolicky. And you were like, ooh, let's make it. I'm just tapping into what the audience is thinking. You know, the listener here is like, what? You you just talked about being sexual wellness and then you're talking about frolicking with monkeys. It's like it's so hard for the brain to make that gap, that that leap, right? Okay, so we've established today's episode is not about bestiality. Okay, moving on. I'm sure some people are disappointed. So, <laughs> yes, we're keeping it clean. And actually, today is much more about you know how do you take radical honesty into the business world? How how and when and what's too much? What's not enough? What's you know what is appropriate and really you know appropriate is a judgment. But it's about what makes sense because you and I both moved with this a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, I have a lot more you know, awareness of that there are things that I won't share. Cause again, my primary pro- platform is LinkedIn, yep. uh, which is the boring stuff shirt party. And, you know, so if I start talking a lot about sex and really blatant things about sex, then they're like, <gasps> it's bad enough as is to say that I'm a former dominatrix. They're like, Oh my God, that's not appropriate for LinkedIn and all these things. So I have a little more, um, restrictions on what I will publicly share, but I'm also very honest if you get talking to me privately. So if you want to know something, I'm I'm like, I'll go there. Yeah. And most of the time, (laughs) 
Well, it also has to do with your target market too, like who yeah. your your audience is and your target and who you work with. And, you know, you're working from a, on a business scale and yes, you do sexual healing and sexual wellness aspects of your work to help people clear stuff, but that's not, you know, that's not your, you know, entry it's point. Not the, it's not the lead point. It's not the lead point, right? <laughs> Yeah, so it doesn't make sense for me to start talking about the the sex part of things of that's part of my life because it's not really the connector for people. Like I want people to drop into their sexual energy. I want them to be magnetic and compelling and I want them to be able to clear whatever's blocking them, get, keeping them from, you know, really fully showing up. But me talking about my sex life doesn't doesn't move my business forward. So no those aspects it's not that i'm not being honest i am just choosing selectively and appropriately for me what is going to move my business forward yes and in my world it's the opposite <laughs> i'm like okay hold on to your hats she's going to share something it might be uncomfortable <laughs> What is Gaia going to say today? Exactly. What is going to happen? What's going to happen? So in my world, um, you know, part of my branding and part of is about being the change that I want to inspire in the world. And so in order to do that, I have to risk and share what's really going on in my world across the board in love, relationship, sexuality, and based on the fact that it's all about pleasure and orgasm and, you know, the messiness and all of the pieces. So I, you know, when we start, before we even got on the show, you're like, you know, you're, you were talking about like, there's not things that I, there's things that I don't really share for a reason. And, and I wanted to say, yeah, me too. And I was like, wait, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> The queen of overshare. <clears throat> Just saying. It's true. It's true. Because that's what inspired. I never know. I never know what I'm going to say, what I'm going to like, what I'm saying and how that's going to inspire someone and give somebody strength and courage to look at their shame, their guilt, their fear, yeah. um, you know, to embrace and accept, truly accept themselves. So I have to show up. Part of my branding is showing up exactly as I am in the world for that particular reason. Yeah. So yes, when you spend time with me there, I always come with a content warning. You never know what I'm going to say and how it's going to make you feel. You might and feel- you know what? Tiggly, wait, just hold on. You oh. might feel tiggly inside, <laughs> or you might be mortified inside. You might want to run away. You never really know how you're going to feel when I start talking. Yeah. And I, you know, I just thought of something. It's like, I don't think we've actually shared this on these series before, but uh, when you and I first met, I really had a, a visceral reaction to you. And I know you did to me too. Like we did not click when we first met. This is full transparency. I really thought it was like, that woman is fucking cray cray and totally fucking overshares. Like that is no, <laughs> right? but we were both in a place where it was like, it was not a fit at that time. And it was a couple of years later that we circled back and connected, but that's an awareness. It's like that I wasn't willing to really show up that much. And so you just dropping in and being you who you are was 
you know, was a trigger. It was like, oh, right. I had that ooh kind of reaction. And it's so interesting. <laughs> okay. So she thought I was crazy. So I just have to say my feelings about her. Okay. So we're full disclosure. I thought she was a bitch. She was angry, super angry. Everything was, was. angry, angry, was. angry, angry. I was like, whoa, she's really angry. <laughs> And then a couple of years later, we clearly have done some work and we both have like come up in a different way and we reconnect <clears throat> and now we can really show up for each other. Like, you know, yeah, you did a lot of clearing around not being angry all the time. And I did some work about, you know, maybe opening up the doorway with a little more ease of allowing people to come in at their own space instead of just like, you know, basically slapping them across the face. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, part of big part of my journey in that was the, um, the ayahuasca, the medicinal psychedelics really dropping in was tremendous for me to release the anger out of my body. I didn't realize, and I, you know, I just hold this out for, for you listening that I didn't really realize how angry I was until I cleared it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was good. I thought I, you know, and I was still like, a you know, powerhouse in my business. I was still rocking things, you know, I had things going on, but that anger was definitely keeping things limited, you know, for, especially for my coaching work, which kind of makes sense, right? Like, yeah. Would you you really want to work with an angry bitchy coach? Like (laughs) probably not, you know, might've been, yeah. (laughs) It's great for a dominatrix, but maybe not so much for a coach. (laughs) (laughs) I should have kept beating people, you know? That's not necessarily uh, a healthy piece either, no, right? No, so, no, but that's a whole other topic. So that's maybe. a whole other conversation. People can go into your other your podcast series and find more on that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, where do we? What do we want to talk about now? I feel like that's complete. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more. I think you know. I think we can have a discussion of like, how did you? How did you come to the place of deciding that you needed to be really open? sharing everything. So that was really uncomfortable. Like in all, in all fairness, being like raw out in the world is very vulnerable. It's very Mm. vulnerable because you don't have all of your, your protection, so to speak, your, your masks, your personas, like all of these things, which means that if somebody reacts or gets triggered and let's just be honest. So I want to clarify when often when triggered people are triggered, they are jerks. <laughs> they lash, they lash out. out. They, they lash there's out. a, there's a lashing out of mm-hmm. self-protection. Yeah. And so being in the world and really being in the world, vulnerable and real, um, it's been very uncomfortable and I have to like, just be like, okay, I just trust that this is what I'm meant to do. And I can, I'm, I'm, so I'm, all right, here's an honest moment here. Here we go. So I can look like I'm vulnerable without actually being vulnerable. All right. So here's a little secret that only the closest people know about me. Most people think I'm incredibly vulnerable all the time because my comfort level of sharing 
is more than the average person's comfort level. So therefore, mm -hmm. because my comfort level is more, it looks like there's this huge vulnerability. But often that's just my comfort zone. Like I'm, I'm in that safe space for me. Like I can share, mm -hmm. I, can sh I can talk openly about sex because sex has no shame, no guilt, no societal shit attached to it for me the same way as it typically does for our society. Yeah. So I can talk openly about it and other people see that as a vulnerability, but in, I'm in, I'm, I'm sharing a secret. <laughs> there we go. How do I, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Is because where I really work on being vulnerable is in this moment. This moment right now is a true vulnerable moment. Telling you a secret, telling you a truth is makes me uncomfortable. I can feel it. My heart's starting to raise. I kind of want to cry. I'm really uncomfortable. But I know that somebody who's listening right now is going to be like, oh yeah, me too. I really look like I'm vulnerable, but I'm not really. And why do I want to be vulnerable in the world? Because that's where intimacy lives. That's where connection lives. That's where truth lives, lives mm. in that vulnerability. So I can look like I'm vulnerable, but then I'm not really being my truthful self. I'm not really owning the fact that I'm being vulnerable. So I talk about being vulnerable. So here, there's your moment. You just got to witness me being truly vulnerable. There you go. Beautiful. Yay. <laughs> well done, Gaia. Thank you. Well done. I'm totally uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yay. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> Old habits. Um. <laughs> your turn. Let's put our pokins in pokin. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, just to elaborate on that until I think of something that I, you know, want to share. But I remember that was one of the, the things that was a turning point for you and I in a relationship was when you admitted that you only share to a certain level. Yeah. And that that vulnerability piece was was a, a piece. And so we we worked at it gently, getting you dropped in to feeling comfortable with being really vulnerable, truly vulnerable with me. Yeah. And that transformed our relationship. It did transform our relationship and it's transformed every relationship that I have close, like my close relationships that yeah. are deeply close to me are, I now drop into true vulnerability yeah. and, and realness. And so therefore somebody gets to really connect and really bond with me. So that's yeah. the other piece of that is that um, to truly connect to me, not to the persona of me, which mm -hmm. is very fabulous. The persona of me is very funny and entertaining and fabulous and, <laughs> and inspirational, all those things. So that's like, that's, we need to just honor her for a moment. Okay. But <laughs> to deeply connect on an emotional level, I need to be vulnerable and real yeah. vulnerability. And that comes from telling secrets and sharing, you know, things that people don't know about me. And, and that's where that shows up. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it inspires. And that's the other piece. It, my, my role in the world is to inspire. So I can't inspire if I'm not willing to risk and 
therefore I risk all the time, every day. That's my day. Every day I wake up, I'm like, all right, how am I going to change the world today, including starting with myself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I still don't have my piece of what, what it is that I want to share. Um, but I know for me, the journey of sharing some of my pieces publicly and in a business setting, I mean, putting on LinkedIn that I'm a former dominatrix, I'm a high priestess, like those are vulnerable pieces in that platform, in that world, right? Um, but I think it's important to just, I'm going to cut you off here. I'm totally going to own that. I know. Again. Sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You're not sorry. <laughs> liar. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, go for it. I want to say though that you, whether it's on that platform or not, you're choosing to be vulnerable. So I think it's mm. less about the platform and more about what that platform represents to you. And when mm. you show up in it, that's where that vulnerability comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's been quite honestly, the, the journey to get to the place where I'm owning this and I'm putting it out there on like on the top bio that you can see when you're like, get the preview, right? Like it's right there. Like it's not hidden. It's not, it has been a six year journey. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like this is, you know, it is a lot easier when you don't have something that is epically judged in the world mm -hmm. that is, you know, constantly being told that it's not appropriate for business, that it, this is not the place for it, all that stuff. Um, and my own judgments of my past, my own judgments of me, who I am, how I show up, is this appropriate? Is it not appropriate? Does it have a flavor? But yet it, when I don't own it, then I don't feel like I'm really showing up authentically. So as much as there's pushback, I still need to do it. Mm -hmm. because, and it's the same thing, right? What you were saying is the same piece is that I need to talk about this in my way, in a way that makes sense because it is part of who I am. It is part of how I have gotten to this place of, you know, owning my power of being able to invite other people to really step in and own their power, their sexual power, which is, you know, the, the life force, creative energy, not necessarily about sex. We'll leave that to you. Uh, <laughs> although, we, you know, some of my clients, we end up talking about it, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's this journey. And so for, for the listener, for you, the listener, it's to know that this could take time. It's okay. Like these lies that are constantly told in the business world of like six figures in 60 days and da, 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 like it's all fucking bullshit. Business is a process. You have to change and grow internally. You have to, you know, figure out all the bits and bobs and the systems and whatnot. And and the reason that somebody who's already done a business before can grow a business quickly is because they've already done a business before. They've done this growing. Um, so to cut yourself some slack, to realize that you are where you are. And if it takes you six, 10, 20 years, who cares? Like, just keep working on it and, mm -hmm. you know, keep that piece. Anyway, I'm going off on a time. Yes. So, so, so let's come back. <laughs> Come back Oops. to your vulnerability, vulnerability, uh. <laughs> vulnerability. No, no, don't want to do that. You went into the non-vulnerable conversation. Yes. <laughs> I thought, I, oh, I thought I was doing that so well. So yeah. Um, 
it's definitely been it's definitely been challenging you know and I have why over the years um being judged I think the being judged is the big thing right like and being shamed because there's and in particular right because dominatrix everybody thinks sex yeah uh they think prostitute with a whip yeah and yes there are people that you know use it that way but that's not that that's not the only thing um yeah. And then my own judgments of like having people think that I'm out there for, you know, the sex education side. And it's so interwoven, right? There's so many judgments about both of those things and misunderstandings. And I guess it's the, the piece where, okay, here, here's my vulnerability piece. Oh, bitch. Um, <laughs> you really think you're getting out of an episode <laughs> I, where yeah. I wasn't going to like, like oh, no, I'll be good. That'll no? be good. No, 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 no. So yeah. Okay. So here's my piece is that I keep getting hooked into what, you know, you and I affectionately call the cult of business and the cult of business is all about trying to get it right. And, you know, having the right image and the right look and the right wording and the messaging and all the blah, blah, blah. And that's what hooks me in and coming out as a dominatrix, former dominatrix, using that in my platform, using that in my book that's behind me, all of those things is against the cult of business. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be judged mm-hmm. and seen as wrong or bad or, you know, not get gigs and not get, you know, things, opportunities because of, because of that, because it is edgy and it's pushing the boundaries. So yeah, there we go. It's the cult of business. <laughs> Welcome to Are you happy now. I am happy. <laughs> I'm very happy. So in full disclosure, this is, if you haven't picked this up between the two of us, part of our relationship dynamic is that we enjoy, both of us are sadists and we enjoy the other person. Help me. I totally outed you. Totally <laughs> you outed you. permission to help me. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Right. My bad. Non-consensual outing. That was non-consensual. My bad. My bad. Bad. <laughs> That That's being said, <laughs> I'm going to call your dog. <laughs> that, that being, being said, that being said, part of the relationship dynamic is the fact that the reason we go deep with each other and the reason that not only about our vulnerability, not only about, you know, we feel safe and then we trust each other. But there's this other piece that we each internally know that in a moment, in a day, within three days, the other person's going to be incredibly uncomfortable. And so therefore there is this piece, it's kind of, and it's honest. I mean, we can be honest about it. Like that piece, that the point. that's the piece. Like I when you ask me a probing question that causes me to really look at shit that I do not want to look at and that, you know, it's probably going to lead me to crying and all sorts of other fucking crazy for the rest of the day, I can go in there because it's good for me. But I also know that I then will get to push your buttons and within the next three days or so. <laughs> I don't know if we're really inviting people to come and work with us because that just sounds horrible to most people. But trust me, you know, we are much more aware of uh, safe, sane and consensual in our sessions with people 
yes, uh, boundaries. And that being and, boundaries. Yes. Right? But, and that's being said, we have that consent with each other. Right. Right. Yes. Like I just all, want to highlight that. That's all. Yes. Yes. It's very true. Like <laughs> we aren't that mean to others. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and it's not really mean to each other because we're both in agreement to it. <laughs> It's our weird personal growth kink. Right. <laughs> Sounds really weird. Not going to lie. It really does. I know, but it's hey, true. There is a kink out there for everybody. There uh, this wasn't meant to be a show about kink, by the no. way, but uh, <laughs> you put two weird ass kinky people who are all about being radically honest and you are going to get <clears throat> some unexpected bonuses. That's true. Very true. <laughs> Okay, so okay. bring it in. Bring it in. Okay, bring it in. <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. So let's talk about our working together. Like, yes, the workshop. The workshop. Dun, da, da, dun, da, the da, radical da. honesty, deep experiential journey, April 22 to 24 in Toronto, Ontario. You've got to get your butt over here because it's going to be epic. Just Excellent. Nope, that's good. Perfect. Okay. So the. Anything else we want to say about it? Well, <clears throat> I think really it's the highlighting of why do you want this? And yeah. we've kind of, we've touched on this on all of the episodes, but we did talk about it today as well, that it's about having relationships that are true connections yeah. and our primal need on an emotional need, like the, high, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we need to connect with people. We need to be seen. We need to be heard. We need to feel important in other people's lives. And this is a way to get a much bigger serving of that. So Mm -hmm. there you go. There's your juicy tidbit of why you want to come for this weekend. Excellent. All right. And the link will be in the show notes. Yes. And um, how can they spend more time with you? In a uh, professional capacity. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so danaferrant.com, which is spelled P-H-A-R-A-N-T. Beautiful. And you can spend more time with me in a professional capacity. I'm not available for dating, sex, or having anybody's babies. You can <laughs> visit me at guyamorissette.com. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. Bye-bye. <laughs>